If you ain't heard, you ain't listening hard enough. London, tell them whose game this is. Oh, me gusta. Well, look at this, prima donna. Acknowledge me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for an entertainment explosion. Get ready, strap in, and hang on for an avalanche of awesomeness. Because up next, we go deep, deep into the world of kayfabe. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here to kick things off, foot on the gas like Dale Earnhardt coming out of turn three at Talladega, here is Nasty Nick. Venom, but hey, we'll take Nick. Hey, whatever, you know, Venom. uh... Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This is why I've ever become a wrestler. Nick Venom will always hire Dynamite Dave to be his personal ring announcer. Personal. Personal ring announcer, because ain't nobody can get hyped like that more than Dynamite Dave. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What a Cafe Podcast, on Pro Wrestling Podcast. Episode, I don't even know what episode we are. What, 85. 85. And uh, tonight, we had to do it. I had to do it. This is this is an episode that's a long time coming. We were supposed to do this early this year, but due to scheduling conflicts, it did not happen. So tonight, I got two of my good friends with me, Staggerly Crocker and the one, the only, Macho Man's least favorite man. Dan, I'm joking, Dan. I, I'm, I'm joking. You know I love you. Dan! The mother of man. With us tonight, I gotta do my boy, my man, the man, the man, the myth, the mother effing legend, the goat, the big man himself. I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. Dynamite. I am not worthy to be a part of this podcast with this man. That's right, the Michael Maestro on the microphone. One of a kind, sure to blow your mind, and guaranteed to put a double wiggle in your behind. Old Dynamite, live, large, and in charge here on the world of kayfabe. Bro, I love this. This is gonna be a great episode. We got yeah, it, baby. We yeah, all this shit got me hyped, dude. This is this is this has this has to be the new intro for like uh, not the actual intro, but like. To get us hyped the up. The intro. Everything. Getting it going. Getting like, it going. Yeah. This this is great. And uh, welcome, chat. We're live on Twitch right now as well. Uh, please subscribe to us. Follow us on Twitch. That's right. All yep. you keyboard warriors, don't sing it. Bring it. Start typing away. All you peckers out there, fire free. Fire free. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I can't type with all my fingers. I'm a pecker. You know, two fingers. Exactly. So what, what Donna might just say. So please follow us on, twi- on Twitch. We're on the road to being, uh, what's that word with Twitch? I'm trying to think of the name. Damn, what, what is it? What? Twitter-baited? No, well, not Twitter-baited. No, uh, uh, shit. Partner. Yeah, Partner. that. That, whatever that is. Whatever the right name for it is. I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, what right he now. said. What he said, yeah. <laughs> what exactly. he said. What Dynamite said. Anyway, Dynamite, my brother, how you been, you son of a gun? 
Man, living the dream out here, Big Cat. We're blowing and going, working real hard. You know, I've uh, went exclusive full-time with AKA American Combat Alliance, part owner of the company, the face oh, and yeah. the voice of it. Man, we've been rolling real hard. Just finished up a huge, huge show at the Paragon Casino in Marksville, Louisiana, right by Alexandria. We put almost right at 2,000 in there. Man, what a show it was. 13 fights on the card. It was stacked top to bottom. We're talking about a wild night of hooking and jabbing, scooping and slamming, hanging and banging, as only AKA can bring your way inside the 24-foot hexagon, 6,000 pounds of steel we call the MMA cage. And now we're locked, cocked, and ready to rock for our next big event, Friday, October 27th, at Samstown Casino in Shreveport, Louisiana. It's the AKA Halloween Spooktacular. It's going to go down Friday, October 27th. No, no Halloween hat. (laughs) Dude, I feel like I I need to buy fucking Monster Jam tickets off of you. Like, I got it. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. God damn. Dude, that took me a while. Dude, get you hype. Dude, Dude, I'm going to this right now. Like, I specifically go, like, if it's a GSW show, as long as he's there, I'm going. Now he's dude, the ABW dude, show. If you advertised hot dogs at a 7 Eleven, I would dude, run to go eat them. The dude would make money off of selling wieners and shit. Like, <laughs> I can just about imagine. Like, whoa, whoa, just, whoa. No sign of like that. Not that ain't selling wieners. I'm like selling wieners, slinging wieners. Hot dogs, not actual. Hey, speaking of wieners, Hulk Hogan has something to say. Oh, see, that ain't even nothing nice right there. Oh, no, it's He was wanting me to get down and dirty with him. Oh, I got that fan blowing right right on my crotch. (laughs) Put the brakes on it. I said, brother, you know, that's not my deal. Not into the strictly dickly stuff. Thank you very much, brother, but I'm going back to professional wrestling. (laughs) Hogan's the shiznit, baby. Thanks, Hogan. Hogan. See you next week. See you next time. Thank you for coming in early. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Hogan got married for the third time. Yes, yes he, he did. did. Just got married, what, two days ago? Yeah, yeah something like that. I know, it was, and, I know it was recently. And go figure, a blonde-haired, big-titty woman. That hey, looks man. almost identical to Brooke Don't be Hogan. hating. Don't be hating. Ain't nothing wrong with it. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. Oh, not at what, all. Holster is 72. I think she's 45, 46. Oh, yeah. yeah he's he's doing his thing. That's it, man. Look, he's got his son Nick down there DJing at Hogan's Hangout. They've got the beat shop, of course, and now they've got the restaurant. They do the karaoke out there once a week. People pile into it, get to see the Holster when he's in town. They got a cool deal going over there, man, in uh, the Clearwater area. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go to his beach shop. I think it'd be pretty cool. I'm actually going to be uh going to uh I'll be going to Disney next month, and uh, I'm pretty uh pretty excited about it. I would like to stop at Hogan's Beach Shop because my girlfriend and like her family, they actually stopped at the beach shop, and they they definitely enjoyed it. Well, at least my girlfriend's father did. He definitely did the whole Hulk Hogan poses and shit like that. So it was uh. It was pretty awesome, to say the least. I'd like to check it out. Well, dude, you know, people tend to forget, especially the newer generation, because y'all get so much more of the wrestling product than we ever did coming up. You know, you had your territories. If you caught a little Saturday morning local Mid-South wrestling or something, that was good. And then you had WWF. And, of course, WCW when Turner bought them came yeah. around. But we didn't get exposed to as much of the product as you guys do now. So we just forget how big 
how huge Hulk Hogan was in building pro wrestling. Whether yeah. you like him, whether you don't like him, you can't take away what the dude did. I mean, he brought wrestling to the forefront of worldwide national, especially national entertainment. And yeah. I mean, he is the Babe Ruth. He's the biggest star that this sport has ever produced. Now, we all know Stone Cold Steve Austin is what? the greatest WWE superstar. You're damn right, son. He made more money in a shorter period of time, but his longevity was cut off due to you know, the injury, had to go home for a while. But when you look at Hogan, I mean, we're talking almost uninterrupted 40 years of being a main event top guy. Let me tell you something, son. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin may have broken his neck. He may have broken his damn leg a couple of times. But old Stone Cold Steve Austin ain't got time for your bullshit. You think Stone Cold Steve Austin, you think Hulk Hogan's better than Stone Cold? Hey, let me tell you something right now, brother. When you were still being stunning and licking the boots of Eric Bischoff and doing smash jobs with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, beating what? you in three seconds, the Hulkster was at the top of the card, baby. What? I have, I actually have that belt in my living room right now. There you go. There you go. That, I think Booker, did Booker T win that belt? Yeah, Booker T had the U.S. title. I, I thought so. I, yeah, because did, didn't he, uh, him and Chris Benoit wrestled a best of seven series Who? for that belt? Who? Best of five, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was best over. of five. It was, was it, it was best booking. of five? Okay. It was and it was the second yeah. it was the second match they did with he who not will not be named. And yeah, I tell you, that saying, was who was uh, it was some jobber. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Some, some jobber. Uh, am, some, am, some am, I, jabroni. am I remembering right that uh Duggan found the title in the trash can? I what, think so. Uh, what the US belt? Yeah, the US belt. I've heard that story no, too. I thought it was an actual on an actual episode of TV. Oh, maybe so. I know. Remember they did the deal where they made uh, Hacksaw be the janitor of WCW for a while. My, was that a storyline thing, or <laughs> that was yeah, that was a storyline thing. Oh yeah, it was the television title. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. That, that yeah, yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. Kevin Nash threw it in there or whatever, and Medusa. <laughs> I just hope so. Booker T got announced today that he's going to be at my uh my Comic Con coming up uh next year or me and Davey's area, and uh, he's going to him and his wife are going to be there, and I'm actually pretty excited because it's a possibility I might be meeting Booker T. Hope hope to God he does not pull a Kevin Nash and not show up at the last minute. Uh -huh. Because, like, no. Kevin Nash was supposed to be at Comic-Con this year, right? He was supposed to be in Lafayette. But he had a lot of... Uh, he had, like, some, like, flight issue. Some with Delta. And he couldn't make it. So, they, and they didn't have time to replace him with somebody else. So, it was just Mick Foley, which... I'm glad Mick Foley actually showed up this time. Because the last two other times he couldn't make it was due to COVID and due to another reason. So, Always. I hope Booker T's there. I hope Charmel's going to be there as well. You know, no, you, can, you can depend on Book, man. He's he's a good oh, yeah. dude. I remember the first time I met him was back in the uh, the Harlem Heat days, still when it was one of the nitros I went to when I was younger. Yeah, man, he's a him and Stevie Ray were some big dudes, man. Oh yeah, big, big cats, dudes. Dude. Stevie Ray is bigger. Like, have you seen a recent like he did an interview about he who shall not be named? The dude's freaking jacked. Really? Yes. 
Because Stevie Ray was huge, but everybody I mean, knew in that team. I mean, Booker was the talent. He was not. Sure. He's not like the cuttest dude in the in the room. Like he's more beefy than anything. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, Donnie's going to be at the uh, the Comic Con as well too. He, he's actually watching it right now on Twitch. So shout out to my boy Donnie, my fellow anime lover. Because you know, us anime guy, we gotta stick together. Oh, gotta stick, stick together. Oh, the sneak. Dick the sneak. Oh yeah, Dick the sneak. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Hey, Nick Venom, we got a local show coming up this weekend. APW up in smoke, baby. Are you going to the show? Oh yes, old Dynamite's gonna be there. Are Live you serious? Sergeant in charge, you damn. I right. better get another autograph. As a matter of fact, speaking of autographs, I still have your autograph. Believe it or not, I still have it. It's actually on my fridge. Is that the one I gave you on one of my official ring cards with the dynamite logo? I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the guy. Because <laughs> it's such good shit. So hey, really quick, while Nick stepped away, I found that little article. So it says on November 29, 1999, Scott Hall threw the world television title in the trash can during an episode of Nitro. Uh Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a janitor at the time, came out to the WPW yeah. Saturday night crowd with a trash bag or trash bag containing the world TV title. Duggan explained that. While he was a janitor cleaning up the shows, he found the title in the trash and defended it on Saturday night. Yeah, I, I remember. I think I watched that live when it happened because I always didn't he shave his head I, at I, that I, time too. I always watched the Saturday night. Live, I mean Saturday nights. So I'm such a big fan of Dynamite. Dynamite gave me an autograph and it's his official ring card, as you can yeah. see. Oh, that's cool. That's freaking awesome. Like, it's it's. It's one of my favorite wrestling items. Look, I mean, I ain't nobody important, man, but, you know, it, it means a lot when I have people. You're important to us, damn it. I'll tell you that. One autograph. I have two one autograph sometimes. That's, that means a lot, dude. He's like, to my number one wrestling fan on the planet, my friend Nick Boudreaux. And that's that's that right there is a Philadelphia lawyer signature right there. That is a that's the official Dyna logo, baby. That That is fantastic. Dude, you, have you ever thought about doing, like, an AEW-like shirt for Dynamite? Oh, I've got custom dynamite shirts all of them. That'd be sick if you did that. Dude, I've got an AKA shirt with my It's Go Time catchphrase with two big panels of dynamite on each side. And then on the back, it says dynamite across the back for me. Y'all have all seen my custom-made tuxedos with the yeah. insulation of Mr. Perfect on the back, but it says dynamite, of course. I love yeah, it. I try to, uh, I try to run with the gimmick hard, man. I really. even got one of your streamers. That's actually uh Ah, that's right, one of the empty. I've got a couple of them bad boys, but yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of them beautiful suits on uh on Fight TV. <laughs> there you go. Dude dude's got a killer collection of suits. I will say that. Like the dude's professional. It, yes. Just try to keep it colorful. Look, man. You know what look, I, I'm gonna put so... it to you like this. Um I'm out rushmore of ring announcers, right? I got me and Gene Oakland. Right? Of course, you got me and Gene Oakland. You got Gene's the man. You gotta have the fake. You gotta have Dave Capetta and my Is Dave Pinzer or Gary Michael Capetta. Gary Michael. <laughs> yeah, Capetta. yeah, yeah. Gary Michael. There you go. Gary Michael Capetta. Kind of conflated the two there. Well, because Pinzer took over after Capetta. Well, you know, that was gonna be my my. That's my honorable mention is David Pinzer. Instead of David Pinzer, I put Dynamite Dave on there because Dynamite Dave, man, he he's he's the he's the goat. He's my the man, goat. brother. The dude is the goat. Okay, ain't nobody can get more hype. At a wrestling show, the Dynamite Dave, and that's a fact. As a matter of fact, me and Dynamite Dave, we, we were going to release a rap rock album. We had the killer rap rock album cover. It's me, him, old boy Metzger, which is actually a, a 
staple to the show because you gotta mention it. Metzger's gotta, gotta mention be Metzger. What's up, my boy? He, I don't know if he's watching or not. He needs to be watching. What? So Dynamite's on here, and he's not watching. He just lost himself watching, a nice but, cold you know, beer. Metzger's an old dude. You know, he he, he uh, got to turn in kind of early. We're past his bedtime. It's yeah, something like that. I don't want to say anything because I know the next day he's gonna be like, "Hey, I don't say that shit." Like we had an episode recently to where it was like one of Lacey Evans's uh like her OnlyFans, and I said that he's gonna sub to her. To OnlyFans, and we have a voice clip of it. I don't, Joe. You think we should play it? <laughs> you, you ain't wait, gonna you man. She don't fire that bad boy up, Joey. Come on with it. Come on with I it. I mean, it's already been played on the show once. Uh, let me go through my messages. Come on, you, <laughs> you gotta play. It. You, you got to get the people. For the record, fuck there it is. Nick. I did not say I was gonna subscribe to Lacey Evans shit because. I figured it was going to be like the rest of them gals. Like, oh, yeah, I got OnlyFans, but I ain't showing my tits and my ass or anything. Hey, bro, if I ain't seeing tits and ass, I ain't spending money on it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Amen. That is the gospel right there. Complete with the trademark laugh. Metzger's got, he's got a trademark laugh, and it's about the most hilarious thing. Because, like, you had that. I thought it was more of like a cackle. It's a cackle. It's like the cackle. The cackle. Yeah. When we originally should start this show, we wanted the idea of voicemails. Well, we finally got a voicemail, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, you got yeah. one now. He, he's actually probably the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we first started doing the podcast, we had a phone number. And it got to the point that one of my buddies prank called the show, saying that I had a booger in my nose. But it wasn't a booger. It was actually like a bugger. 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 Yeah. So, so we got to preface this rap rock album cover picture that we took. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're out in Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana. If you find the big pipe that brings the sunshine into the swamp out there, you drive under it, keep going three miles, and you'll hit the Bayou Pigeon rec center out there. It's, bro, well, it's good. It's such good shit. It's no air conditioning. Shit. No air conditioning. We're doing so this show. This was, was going to be August. It was so hot. I mean, dude, it was. it was hot as bear pussy in there. I mean, it was hot. This was going to be the rap rock album right here. The rap rock album cover. So after I come out, just do the intro of the show. We haven't even got to the first match. As you can see, my it's kind of hard to focus in it. Let me see if I can try to get it. And my in tie here. is just stuck to me from the profuse sweating. So luckily, should be I the, freaking, the vest on. Be the thumbnail. So I stripped down to the wife beater What's and the vest What's there. And yeah, that's how that picture came to be. It was Dude, like nice it, it, was, it was hot. It was hot. I'm about to say you want to put it, put the camera back on yours truly. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to remove the spotlight. I don't, I couldn't figure out where it was. <laughs> Get the spotlight off of me. <laughs> anyway, but no, like all seriousness, bro. Like, uh, that was like insane. Like I had just dyed my hair like literally a day before, and it was so freaking like I had put gel in my hair and all that shit, right? And I mean, bro, it was so freaking bad and everything. Oh, wait, I can't move the camera. Shit, I can't move my side. I said, Joey, you, me and you, we, we switch sides. Uh, okay, okay. Side. people are going to be, suddenly it's going to be different on every, <laughs> for the show. Oh, why the hell, boy? Well, because every, bad side. Oh, because everybody, it follows my order, it followed my view, and, you know. All right, I just said that's just in the picture to uh, to y'all. Well, to to the group chat. But no, um, 
it, it was it was miserably hot. I think that was the last time they did a show in there because they had a fan. They put a fan, but it was like industrial fan. It wasn't like actual shit that you got to put in on the damn ceiling. And it's like, I told Eddie this. Eddie, why you don't have this on there? Oh, well, we don't have that much money and all that stuff. It's, like, it's a good thing me and Mesky were wearing fucking muscle shirts. I mean, shit. Because, I mean, dude, we were sweating our asses off that night. And I felt the worst for, like, for Ashton Blake and even, like, Preston. Preston's wearing freaking pants and shit. Like, hey, who's the dude in the middle? Who is that? If it got any hotter that night, I was stripping down Wait, my leopard skin thongs. In the uh, in the picture, there's you. There's a guy in the middle. There's Metzger, and then there's Dynamite. Okay, so that's Preston Bentley. Is he? Was he supposed to be on our show? No, 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 no. Yes, he was. Yes. On, on two separate occasions. The leader of the House of Bentley, the manager of champions. My my manager. That's that's my manager. See, I have a manager, and now I have a ring announcer. Like Preston is the man. Gotta Preston's give him that. the man. You know what I mean? The we have guy? our issues at the ringside. We have our little disagreements. You... But, hey, game recognized game. Preston Bentley's got it going on. Yeah, you sure are. I didn't realize that. Donnie's in the background. That's funny as hell. Donnie, Bobby, and, and uh, Donnie's kids are in the background. That's awesome. I didn't even notice that. But, no. Um, but, yeah, like that, that was, oh, man. Like, that was that ladder match, right? Wasn't mm -hmm. it the ladder match the main event? That was yeah, the ladder was, match. For what it was... It was Red made his debut with the Cajun Outlaws that night. Who did that? Red with Cajun Outlaws made his debut at APW that night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. <laughs> and plus, I was a little. Uh... Oh, I, I was, I was, I was drinking. Had a couple too many of those uh, Steamweisers. I had a couple Steamweisers. What? Had a couple bears. What? <laughs> the clown rustled. Yeah, the clown. Yeah. Yeah, Bronco Bob or Bill or yeah. Bronco, something like that. Bozo Bob, Bob. Yeah, Bozo, something. He, he wrestled. Like something. He wrestled. I don't know. Bless his heart. He, so we did a. So by the way, we did a wrestling trivia like last Tuesday night. Uh, myself, my buddy Mark, uh, Jordan, Jordan Jai was there. Um, that clown guy was there, and a couple other guys. We were all there. The Asian Cajun, Jordan Jai. But me and Jordan Jai. Shout out to the Protege Combat Club. That's how that was our name. We won first place in the '80s, '90s wrestling trivia. We kicked ass because you know, I mean, come on, dude. I, I'm come a on. '90s guy. I know my shit back in the '90s. Most of it. Most of it. Shut up, Dan. Most of it. No, I'm just saying. If I oh, was there, <laughs> I I, so. no, I was gonna say, dude. If I was there. I would have won. Yeah, dude, this is why. Dude, dude, this I, is why I, you need to come to Louisiana. Out here, shit like this. Out, out, out here, I only see like, fr like, hey, we've got an office trivia, our friends trivia, our horror or whatever. Never, just, never wrestling. They just started doing this, so it's in a burger place called Burger Smith. I want to say it's called. It's in uh, Bruce Sword. I want to say it's called Burger King. Yeah. No, it's not Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> for wrestling trivia. In my so by the way, Donnie, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you freaking mentioned that because Paul <laughs> Astros might not even make it to the playoffs. I'm checking Ooh. the score right now. Dan's checking the score. <laughs> Dan's an Astros fan, and I'm telling you right now because I'm adding you and Bobby to that. Oh, we are up four to one, baby. Oh, well, they're, they're, well, it's still a bad. It's still not a great year for the Astros fan because uh, PBS is going to be releasing a documentary about the 
Houston Astros cheating scandal in a few weeks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Astros go by what Eddie Guerrero used to say. <laughs> if, if you're not you cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> Lie, cheat, and steal, baby. Okay. That's what, that was his thing last year when the, when the Astros won. That's right, dude. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. You ain't cheating. You're not trying. Damn oh, so right. you met Captain Asano. Yes, I did. Oh, Captain Asano, you back with the photos, my guy? Oh, here we go. Let's go big screen for these photos. So anyway, uh -oh. before before we even before we get to that, I have to tell me the nice. So Joey, get ready for the for the for the for the thing for the buzzer. Yeah. So. Tonight's official Dummy of the Night is sponsored by AKA Promotion. Wait, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like yeah. that. You don't hurt yourself, kid. Calm down. <laughs> don't hurt yourself there, dude. American, American Combat Alliance. Leave it up to these trained professionals. Action. American Combat oh, American Alliance. Combat. American Combat Alliance. And it's sponsored by American Combat Alliance. Go check them out there at Shreveport. So anyway, without further ado, that's a badass pick. Without further ado, this is tonight's Dummy of the Night. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. So we have not one, but two dummies of the night. First one is none other than Rick Boobs. Recent release, Rick Boobs, by the Reason. way. Along with a bunch of other people that... We all kind of knew like this was gonna be a bunch of people that weren't that weren't really doing anything. So like him, Top Dollar, and like a few other people, Elias, all them. Although you could not tell me that Ziggler would be released. I thought he was gonna be that alive. That was a shocker. So basically, before I get into the dummy of the night, us three with the of Game King, we were pretty much right. Warder Kayfabe was right about almost everything. I was right, however, about Ali and Ziggler. And that's proof. But Ziggles, I figured Ziggles was going to get released because he, he's not doing nothing. I didn't think that they'd release. Uh, Who's not doing nothing? I didn't think they'd release Ali because they freaking advertised that he was going to fight Mysterio yeah. at the pay-per-view. Donnie, Donnie <laughs> called the indie guy, the India uh, guys, yeah. India Sheer, which is insane because uh, I, I was not expecting that. I didn't think that they'd release anybody um, like that because of the they just did that Superstar India show. Exactly. Like, I wasn't expecting that. But no, um, Rick Boogs decided to take it upon, amongst himself to sit here and say that, oh, I didn't do anything because of what happened to Vince. I couldn't get to where I want to be because of Vince. No, no, no. You, you see, that's the thing. You had a great gimmick. The problem was you wasn't really booked right. You had your moment with Shinsuke Nakamura. You got injured because you want to be Mr. Strongboy. Mm -hmm. And you went way out of your head on this one. Not 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 just one, but two. They were in a match where I believe the Usos was it last year? Yeah, he tried to Neville do a double suplex. They were, she was trying to do a double two man suplex, and it ended up costing it. Which, which 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 you know what the funny thing is he has a degree in kinesiology, which means he's supposed to be an expert of how the human body moves, but yeah, he injured no. himself still. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, I hate when I hear that come from guys when they get to call up to WWE. Oh, well, I got a bad gimmick. I got a bad gimmick. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to coach a lot of recreational sports with my daughters and all the kids in my community. I mean, I coached every sport there was for about 11, 12 years with these kids. 
And one mantra that I would always preach to youngsters was two things. Every time you go into a game or life in general, there's two things you can always control. One is your attitude. Two is your level of effort. So I used to always tell them attitude and effort. If you go into something with a good attitude and give your best possible effort, you're going to be successful. Well, if you go in, let's think about, let's say somebody as iconic as The Undertaker. Think about that when it was coming out. You're pitching this guy to be a Western mortician, kind of a zombie, almost dead. That gimmick was never going to work. That was never going to get over. But you know what? Mark Calloway took it. He embraced it. He gave it his all. He ran with it. And look at what it came to be. There's been other gimmicks throughout the years that never should have worked, that never got over, but they did. These guys come in. They get so mad at the gimmick they get handed. Man, take what you got. Give it the best you can. Run with it. And then you pivot somewhere down the line. But if you go into it with a bad attitude, oh, I got this crappy gimmick, and then you're out there half-assing your matches, well, of course you're not going to get over. It's all about attitude and effort. Yep. A perfect example on that one is Bray Wyatt. I mean, look what the gimmick he's had over the years. Him with Husky Harris. Yep. Him with the Bray Wyatt thing. I mean, he never complained like, oh, I got a shitty gimmick. No, he took that gimmick and ran with it, and he evolved it Mm -hmm. with the Firefly Funhouse. And then he had the fiend, and then he had this gimmick that he had before he had tragically passed away. So I mean, yeah, the fiend. You know, one of my probably my favorite gimmick out of out of uh, Bray Wyatt. You know how much you know how much of a fiend Mark I was. Oh yeah, I love the the presentation of the character, the look. Everything about the yeah. fiend was fantastic. And he took the only it. thing I found the actual in-ring product, especially when he first got going with it, was a bit lackluster. And I don't that, know there was so much his fault. It was just the way you know the producers were booking. It was the matches. booking of it. But yeah, the the in-ring product was lackluster in the beginning. Yeah. But man, the presentation and the, the the effects and the look, oh, absolutely fantastic from day one. I oh, still yeah. think I st- and I tell Nick this all the time. I told Jerry this all the time. I think one of the coolest things is I got to see The Fiend live at uh, Royal Rumble 2020 in Minute Maid Park, and it was so cool getting to see him live and all the laser lights. And Didn't he have that strap match with uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan was, yeah, Bryan. that was at Royal Rumble. I was there. Okay, I thought so. I, I one I never got to see that I would have loved to experience live was seeing The Undertaker do one of his you know intros. Dude, I would have loved to be a part of it. Never That's got one. to see what, an Undertaker live. entrance? Yeah. I've really? never... I've never seen never been either. to a live event where he was there, so I've never got to. Uh, so you remember? So you remember when um, it had to have been around SummerSlam '04 because I think it was the same night that Randy Orton won the world title for yeah. the room. But uh, Undertaker David had that Benoit. match with JBL where he choke slammed JBL through the top of the limo. Well, I was at the SmackDown Go Home show in Houston, and I got to see the Undertaker come out and do the full Undertaker and. That was fucking cool, dude. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I got the opportunity to see Undertaker in '98, and also with Kane, tag team. Wow. But, uh, but then I remembered, I also got to see Great Khali versus Undertaker. That wasn't as special. Oh, <laughs> you know what? God. You know what? Well, guys like Khali staying last year. So yeah, Khali was just an attraction. I mean, the guy had the yeah. ring prowess. He was very limited as a performer, but he's just so damn gargantuan. Again, he was an attraction. Yeah. Let's go back to WrestleMania 9 when The Undertaker took on Jorge Gonzalez, El Gigante, 
Yeah, the giant, the giant Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, giant another one. Gonzalez. He was an attraction. I mean, the guy was legit seven four, seven six, and you just can't a huge that. human being. But yeah, he was man. He was just very limited in the ring for sure. See, see another was- one. You talk about attitude and effort, man. Those guys were freaking on fire. You can't teach that, but his damn attitude. Oh yeah, everybody pissed Dude. off. Dude, oh. They do. They were hotter uh, than hot sauce on a jalapeno. Oh, bro, I they mean, they were me, on it. They uh, gave me new age outlaw vibes because, like, yes. literally, whenever they were in NXT and NXT, the performance center, it's it's a small little like studio, just like TNA mm-hmm. was. Literally, the entire crowd of that of that venue was doing the shit that Enzo Mori and Big Ass, I mean, Big Cast, was doing. And dude, it was so electric. And then dude, the when point, they made it to Raw, they had 14,000, 15,000 people a night. Word from uh, word along with them. Dude, I believe uh, thirty-two. Dude, I think it was like two or three weeks after they made their main roster debut on Raw. Yeah. I was at a Raw. And when they came out, dude, I was guilty of it too. I was doing that S A I, and dude, it's just over. It's just I, dude. I got sucked. I got sucked in it. Like I loved it. I, By I, the way, I am glad to see that Big Cass has been able to clean up his life, go yes, through rehab dude, and all that, so and he's got, and he's, you know, got a second chance at wrestling again. And he almost ended his career. He almost, I think he almost died, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Very he possible. Came yeah. close to it. But anyway, I want to correct on uh, the indie sheer. It wasn't indie sheer. It was shaky. Shaky. And, uh, Mansois, Mansois, whatever, Mansois, and I like, I like to say my my sassy ass and my sore ass. That's why I used to call them too. There you go. They had the male model gimmick. It was like, what the hell is this bullshit? Like they're gonna get released. It's like saying thank you in Spanish, muchos gracias. You 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 want to know somebody? We're we're talking about wrestlers that we've kind of got captivated in. You know who I'm. Getting very, um, what whatever is, uh, dude. I'm getting sucked up in Chad Gable, dude. Like I'm getting where well, I love that dude. Well, dude, he needs to bro. do something because we forget how long he's been around now. I mean, Gable is not a spring chicken, dude. He's gonna be the one that takes that icy belt. He's gonna be the one. It's got to. It, it the way how I see it stretches all the way to Survivor Series. Give them an Iron Man match. Give them, oh, they do give that. Them at, if anything, give them a straight 30 minute Iron Man match. Or just and, go on Raw and just do a 60 minute Iron no, Man match. S- no, save that for a pay per view. Uh, save it for a pay per view. I, I, uh, draw ratings. Two, two, out of, two out of three falls submission match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or ultimate submission. Yeah. Ultimate submission, yeah. Dude. Making an Iron, better yet, making an Iron Man match. But it's only submission. I still need to watch their match. Oh, it's not on Raw. Better yet, I'll tell you this even better. This is the better one. Make it a steel cage submission match. Never been done. Or now, hold on. We're, we're making these plans and we're thinking about things, but let's address the 350-pound gorilla in the room, and we're not talking about dynamite. What about the TKO holdings? What about the merger? Now you've got, you know, you yeah. WWE under the same roof. 
man, look, you've got a lot of power players involved. Yeah. You have a more corporate structure coming in. The McMahon, even though they were publicly traded, they're not anymore now, but the McMahon family is not going to be in control. How is this going to change the landscape of the wrestling product? Just like By making Nia from- Jax your heavyweight champion. Oh, oh get God. out of here with that. The less we see of her on TV, that's <laughs> Get out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, hey, somebody made a really good point on a Facebook post. They were like, in the time that Nia Jax has been gone to when she's came back, has she done anything to change? It's the same style. Don't, don't say that to Game King because Game King will kick your ass. Oh, man. dude! The only thing they all the only thing I can say is the, 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 video the, that, the, the way, only thing funny. I can say is it appears she's in better shape now. That's the only thing I can say. She is. <laughs> she is. Yeah, but, but let me get doing is. anything different. Yeah, but Game no, King, I'm gonna tell you something right now. You know what the difference between Nia Jax and a bucket full of shit is? The bucket. <laughs> you can quote me on that, it. brother. You I can quote me. I will send you a link to this episode. <laughs> That's for you, Clarence. That is for you, Clarence. Anyway, I need to get with the second dummy, Joey. Second dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Four to three now, Dan. Oh, shit. They coming. They coming for you, Dan. They coming. Oh. Are they really? Dan coming. It's in the chat. It's three to it's four to three right now. Four three now, Dan. God damn it, man. It's coming. Well, hey, Donnie, what's the uh what's the inning right now? Fifth, I believe. Fifth? Okay. So the second dummy of the Revenge of the fifth. It's on. Here we go. You just said the fifth. It's none other than Tony. I I do a lot of cocaine cane. Uh con. He wants to buy New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, I, well, me and Clarence were talking about this. It's a rumor, but yeah. <laughs> it's a rumor. Hopefully, it's not a rumor. Apparently, apparently, he's got a major announcement at Wrestle Dream. That might be the announcement. I feel like that's going to be the announcement. Top of the fifth. That's what I just think you're biting off more than you can chew there. We've already seen the problems with the circus that is AEW. I just don't see how he thinks he's going to take on another product. You've got one that's based here in the States. That one's internationally over there in Japan. And I don't know that Bro, the IWGP group would sell to him. Not, not only that, he can barely manage AEW right now, much less Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has yet to have their own TV show. They're not going to. They're not going, which is absolutely stupid. Why? The Why? only reason Why they're not? keeping that Ring of Honor that's more built that they can put on talent to try to help get them over and get them to the I'm the same way. Look, when I was coming up, man, we had the WWF Championship. You had the Intercontinental Championship. You had Tag Team Champions. That was it. They yep. would pop in a women's title from time to time. Then they would dissolve that shit for 10 years and bring yep. it back. But that was all you had. So back in those days, you had guys who were true superstars and legends that got right. over without the help of a belt. You look at guys like Junk, and I'm going a little older than you guys, but you look at Junkyard Dog, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, some of those guys. They never needed a belt to get over. God and you can talk Donnie. to guys that my dad, I mean, of all the shit I have done in my career, working, you know, Showtime Boxing, the NCAA Final Four, NFL, all that, been in a movie, all this shit. The one thing, you go to my dad's house, when you walk in, he's going to drag you over to it. It's a picture, of like, shit, 16 years ago, 17 years ago, first time I met and did a show with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. There's a picture of me and Hacksaw in the locker room. And my dad just, <laughs> that is his pride and joy to show. That's my boy at Hacksaw right there. I'm like, Dad, I've been, I mean, oh, God, Bro, I, thought I was, I thought I was the height one. 
That's it. Hacksaw Jim. It just shows the power that those guys had, what kind of stars they were, well, I even mean, when they weren't on television as much as you have now. I, yeah. compl I completely agree with you, but I also completely agree on the fact that I feel like championships used to mean more back in the day. Yep. It's just now there's so many fucking it's title becoming belts. They're, ornament they're ornaments. Yeah. Right? They and not limits. only that, how can you manage an international company like New Japan when you can't even manage the backstage fights? Well, Thank you. I, I was going to say... I'll, Let's talk I'll, about I'll, that. I was also going to say... Um, I don't know how well versed uh, Tony is in Japanese, and most of Japanese wrestlers are not that versed in English. And if, hey, you're you're have Google, if you're going to be, you have Google. He, he's going to use Google Translate. But if you're going to be the boss, you have to be able to speak the language of your employees, or at least have a. At least have well, a, Khan's got enough money; he can have one of those translators on his damn ears. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 and you know something else? You know something else? You know who I think is going to show up at Wrestle Dream? Edge. Well, you think so? You, you, Absolutely. You, you know, if you were watching the end, well, speaking, well, speaking of that, reaching, well, speak, reaching. Well, speaking of that, that's the rumor going around right now. Is if you watched the end of Dynamite, there was the what? Somebody call me. <laughs> there was the devil. There was, <laughs> Wrong show. There was Wrong the person. there was the MJF devil mask attack in the back there, and the rumor is that supposedly Edge. So wait a minute. So that's so that somebody got attacked at the end of the show. I didn't see it. I didn't either. I mean, it closed with Hangman and Swerve. Yeah, in the there, ring. there was a whole stomping out in the backstage with uh, uh, uh yeah, backstage. Let me, hold on, let me see if I can get the video. Well, yeah, see, see, I didn't pull it up. So yeah, you I mean didn't Damon? Watch, I didn't watch any of that final segment. So yeah, I have but I literally think Edge, Adam Copeland, will be at Jay Wrestle White Dream. attacked. <laughs> Damon Stryker. The Devil Mask grab camera. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying. See, to, that makes more sense. I'm trying to find the Jay, that 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 clip. But I will say if you can find that clip. Oh, I'm trying to find that clip there. <laughs> I could show it. Hey, you keep, hey, you keep it up. You're gonna be suspended definitely again. <laughs> Don't think we forgot about what you did. Bro, you know I you know we filmed last Wednesday's episode. I had severe food poisoning. That's why you you got off. Dude, like, so I, quick. Yeah, yeah. I I I left work. I thought about said something inappropriate, like something fucked up or whatever. No, no, dude. I had food poisoning really bad for three days. That's not good. So he no, was praying to good. the porcelain god. The porcelain gods. Yeah, it was coming out of both ends. Yeah. That was, that sounded like me on a cruise, bro. That's yeah. rough. Yeah, it was definitely. Oh, no. too, it was. It was definitely bro, it was bad. Too to be sour. Yeah, it was bad. When I say bad, it was. Uh, man, uh, I had to make life decisions on that one. Yeah, dude, it was bad. Uh, I don't know if I want to share it on the podcast, but Nick said he could shit through know. a screen and never touch a wire that night, buddy. Apparently, I can't find the clip. Dude. They haven't uploaded it to YouTube yet. <laughs> what are you on? AEW's official so. YouTube page? Yeah. No, but um, all seriousness though, like. I got drunk the second night. Oh, he said Twitter. Donnie said Twitter. Check out Twitter. X. Oh, yeah. X, X gonna give it to you. Yeah. It's gonna be Edge. J Ooh, Jay White and Edge? Woohoo! That would be mighty interesting. It's I gonna would not be Edge. Jay White uh... attack, devil mask grab camera. Oh, dude, that'd be fucking killer, man. Mm. Well, on this day, I saw clearly. 
Yeah. Fanboy senses are tingling. Yeah. Oh. Something else of mine is tingling too right now. What the hell? Which yeah, thing I gotta go to the doctor. Won't do that. Hey, yeah. yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Quit staring at that picture of Nick and you won't do that anymore. Yeah, I used to have a Or you sell picture. some wieners and everything. Hey, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I still have the old picture of Nick here on my computer. Okay. Still got that picture of me? Dude, that was like ten that's not the picture, dummy. That's Jay White, yeah. No, I don't have that picture. I got rid Very of it. Good. I used enough of it. Oh what the hell was that? What was it? Marvel superheroes or PlayStation One. I, I've got the video, I'm just loading stuff up. Dear Jesus. What the hell boy? Since every right, I'm at, at the Megusta Club, I'm as confused as a blind lesbian in a tuna factory right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't, I don't know either. He he's, he likes to do stuff like this. But anyway, no. no Tony Khan buying buying New Japan. I think is either that's going to be the ma major announcement, or like what Donnie and, and Dan just said. And maybe it's not a buyout. Maybe they're just doing a merger for a while or something. I think it's going to be a merger. I wouldn't mind. See, merger makes more sense. I wouldn't mind seeing a merger. Mm -hmm. It would definitely make a lot more sense than having Tony Khan be like, hey, I'm bringing some yin buying the company. You know, it would definitely make sense. Well, very similar to like what, uh, when WWE tried similar. to revive the ECW product, they brought it back. Nobody liked it. It was absolute shit. And that's kind of what AEW's done with Ring of Honor. Uh, so they bought out Ring of Honor. They've got the damn belts and everything, but it, 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 what the fuck are we watching? I've got the clip. I've got the clip. I'm gonna play the clip now. <laughs> okay, play the clip. Oh lord! Hold on, hold on. Oh, there's a Billy Goat on Astro shirt. Somebody's getting. One of them has an Astro shirt. Can you play some audio? I said no. I'm as confused as a Billy Goat on Astro shirt. Oh, Jesus! Not a solid brick wall. Oh. Hold on. Whoa. Bray Wyatt. That I I don't know. I can't no, sit here. And, I can't sit here and be like, oh, that's Edge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you're right. Too big many boy. Edge is what you're about, right about six that. Yeah, Edge about yeah, six four. He looked a little big too boy. small. Yeah, it's not MJF. It, it what it is. I'm gonna tell you right now. The Kingdom, Kingdom, along with Rod, Rod, uh, along with Roger Strong. It can't be Adam Cole because Adam Cole needs surgery. So it's gotta be a, a mystery man. It's a mystery man. It's Hulk Hogan. So I think yeah, Edge right. is going to interfere. So hey, is Christian's wrestling right? Yes, dude. He's Darby. I, I love that promo that they had backstage with Darby Allen. Yes, <laughs> where he's told every, and, yeah, yeah, to, to invite like you know everybody, like Buddy Wayne, and oh wait, he's dead. <laughs> you you know what? I'm going to go out on the limb right now. I think this is Christian's best run that he has ever had. Yes. I I, I there was I a time agree. there was a time I despised Christian. Now I fucking love the dude. So you wasn't a part of the peeps? You wasn't you wasn't you wasn't with the peep squad? Hey, hey, hey. Look. Now dude, Jason since he just has talked always to people about been... dead parents. It's fucking hilarious. Well, Jason yeah, I have a father, but he's dead. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I love the uh his run's great. Paul it took White, him a while AKA to catch Big steam Show. because you knew when it was right Christian. 
when they broke those up, you knew the push was going to edge. That's who oh, WWE clearly. really wanted to see succeed, right? Then we but, had that oh-so-great theme song. Yeah, but I mean, Jason battled through it. He went to TNA to be Christian Cage for a while. I mean, the dude has always put on fantastic matches. His mic skills, promos are off the chain. He's a very underappreciated talent. I'm going to well, tell you this right now. You know, Darby, I'll say this right now. I'm off after this match, right? I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah, because Darby should be the new champ. I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I, I would definitely say this. Christian Cage and TNA is underrated. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is by far... His most underrated career yeah. was his time in TNA when he won the NWA World title. Over there. When he turned heel on Sting, he beat Sting for the world title. Yep. He fought, he had AJ Styles with him. I mean, like, dude, by far, highly underrated, in my honest opinion. <laughs> no, no. But we can all saying... agree, fuck Tom Coe. Well, no, yeah. I was saying that. Um... Darby's taking two months off, dude. Did y'all know that he's climbing Mount Everest? Dude, that guy's yeah. gonna die. I, I'm, I'm, dude, I, I, so it's I, already. I, he, yeah, we're gonna watch him break his back he, or his neck. Hold on. Literally, to, to climb Mount Everest, you have to like to, to prepare to climb and everything. Yes, yes, and hold on. <laughs> he is already. He has already drafted a wheel, just in case something happens. Like. Wheel. You know, people. A wheel. Oh, wheel. Oh, okay. you know, I, I you, put too it, much eel. It, it, it's wheels on the it, bus go around. Yeah. Deciding to climb. <laughs> I, from what I don't think he's climbed any other mountains. You just don't go. I'm just going to climb Mount Everest, and that's my first mountain. Dude, it's Darby. <laughs> it's Darby Allen. Yeah, it's Darby Allen, Joey. Come it's on, Darby Allen, Joey. Joey's becoming the next Jim Cornette. Anything Darby Allen does, like Joey's, like yeah, fuck him, fuck him. He's Hell, like, I he's climbed like my what? first mountain when I was 17, but her name was Tina. Extra <laughs> me. Extra cheese. <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. This is going to be a great episode. Oh, man. Anytime Dynamite's here, it's, it's a fantastic episode. Good times, people. I see. By the way, this was tonight's Dummy of the Night. How many times do I have to play this one? <laughs> you got one job, man. Play the damn soundbite. Play the damn soundbite. Like, I got my wannabe tongue on, big bass voice on, so you know what I mean. Ben Nats. Yeah. Wrong, wrong clip, but sure, we'll take Venom, that. Venom, I don't know how you put up with this band of miscreants right here, man. I really don't. Whatever you're paying them, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, dummy. Yeah. Hey, we got three dummies tonight. I'll be damned. Snuck one in and didn't even see it coming. <laughs> So anyway, I see you brought some pictures from back in the day. I see you got your Samoa Joes and your and your big shows and Oh yeah, man. I've been Come on, man. What, what else you got? And, you said it's Samoa Joes, his big shows, his boats and hoes. Boats, boats and, and hoes, baby. <laughs> see what I mean? The man look, I'll say this right now. Ain't nobody dressed more classier than, than Dynamite Dave. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm Dummy. saying? Like yeah. ain't nobody dressed more classy than that man. But see, you know, like you were talking earlier about Jeff Jarrett. I mean, I give the dude props. I hate Jeff Jarrett. You look at him, dude. He looks the same way he did 20 years ago. His body, I mean, he doesn't age. It's crazy. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look any older. And I'm talking like a, the same. He's like a fat Tracy Lawrence with a freaking mullet. He's kept himself in good shape. But I guess because he hasn't, you know, been wrestling as, as hard as a lot of them for a lot of years. But people forget the impact that TNA had when he first founded it. And that's what so many of these companies, if you got a little money behind you, 
and you can steal that one or two big marquee talents, it's easy to take off. But can you keep it going? Just like AEW did, because so many people get tired of the corporate structure and they get tired of what they're fed from WWE. So when somebody else branches off and gives the fans what they're looking for, man, they go to it. I remember when TNA first got going. It was hard to watch because you had to do, a, I think it was five ninety nine. You had to pay six bucks every week yeah, to watch like a pay-per-view before they got their first TNA or TNN contract or whatever it was on Spike Fox TV, wherever it was. Yeah, but I mean, man, dude, people were just flocking to it. Bret Hart gave him a, showed him a little love because he hadn't gone to WCW. They had been falling out. Yeah, so when these guys started popping up, everybody was running over there. And I mean, TNA was going gangbusters. Even but Scott Steiner was there. It. you got to be able to keep it. And that is the problem. That's what AEW is going to have to find out. Because now you've got, what, three television shows? You've got uh, Dynamite, you've got Collision, and Rampage, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of TV to fill. That's a lot of talent you've got to have in there. So let's just see how long they can ride. I'm glad that they finally cut Dark and and Elevation. I'm glad they finally... And one thing they've done well, they brought in some of the recognizable talents... But they've grown a few of their own homegrown talents, too. That was where WCW really kind of screwed up towards the end of their run. They had leaned so heavy on the NWO, on Hogan, on all those guys. Hell, the only person they really grew or really pushed was Goldberg. So, I mean, about- they didn't grow a whole lot of homegrown stars there. And after a while, they just had nothing to build once the older guys were like, hey, you know, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing that? Our poop face, or almost forgot to tune in. Hey, everyone, Jeff. What's up, Jeff? W lover. J E double F. J A J double F H U F S T L E R. Now, I will say this. Speaking of Jeff, Jeff Jarrett's running TNA from King of the Mountain days. Oh five. To, oh, was it seven? It was the triple. It was the Triple H reign of terror for so, TNA. Yeah, the the reign of terror. It was the same thing. The dude. Oh my god, it was so good. My it was word. so good. I hated the motherfucker. And I still do. But that's when you know they're doing it right. But it's, man, yes. can draw dude, that he's out doing of something right. He's being a heel. The man is like he had his own posse. He had like guys. Pour it in the like stinks face and shit. Like it was insane. <laughs> Dan, stop it. You look like a big ass idiot. <laughs> my name he is one time. He had me one time and I was doing my Russell Crate unboxing. What is the score of the answer? Jesus, that's not that's scary, dude. But no, my boy Jeff, welcome to the freaking stream. Took your ass long enough. I'm right, glad he jumped in. So what's going on with RVD and AEW? Yeah. That's a, that's a very interesting because he's like still in WWE, but he's also in AEW. But do see me, RVD is one of my top five. I mean, all oh, time yeah. favorite, greatest. I love me some Rob Van Dam, freaking RVD. That was how I found ECW the first time way back in the early days. Me and some buddies, you know, we were sitting up partying. It's two, three in the morning. A little small local cable access station. They had some syndication through. Well, we're yeah. sitting there just flipping through the channels. And we heard walk by Pantera. I was like, oh, shit, that's Pantera. Was this wrestling? Who the fuck is this? You know, we're looking at it. I don't know. Somebody's coming out to Pantera. Let's check it out. Well, here come RVD. And we were just captivated. And oh, from yeah. that night on, we started watching ECW. And, I mean, this was way back before anybody knew what the hell ECW was. 
Taz was still the Tasmaniac at the time with the Barney Rubble looking outfit and the curl hair. Yeah, that's how long ago it was. Yeah, uh, RVD was recently on Chris Van Vliet, and he said that he they could have actually had him last year. Yeah, but but yep. they yep. but they didn't have the rights to walk, so it wound up being better that he debuted this year. Because yeah, because he said he said he didn't want to just come out to some generic music. Yeah, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. I I still love the uh, what uh, it was like. They call me uh, what I'm RVD 420. He's like, why, Daddy? Because I just smoked Smoke your, your ass. ass. Smoked your ass the whole fucking Dude. show. So we had um we had when we had Kid Cash on our show back in February. We were talking to him about his matches with Van Dam and how Van Dam got him in ECW. Yeah. Um, I actually told him one of my favorite matches was him versus Kid Cash here in Houston at a episode of Hardcore TV in 2000. That was pretty cool to pick his mind about that. Yeah, Kid Cash, he had a, he wasn't hot for a long time, but the little time he did have some serious heat. He did put on some good matches there in ECW. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. I'm actually going through. Well. I'm actually going through a um, a top. 15 list of the top 15 pay-per-views of ECW. I'm at like eight. I've watched like nine pay-per-views straight. Um, I think Dude, I'm the first on... ever November to remember one of my all-time favorites, Heat Wave 98. That's the Wave best 98, arguably one of the greatest one. wrestling pay-per-views ever. Barney. So that is uh, one of my favorite matches is on there, man, because th these guys up here know <laughs> I, I am an FMW mark. I okay. fucking love FMW. And that the night. Had, well, on that night, you had Van Dam and Sabu defending the titles against Hayabusa and Jensei Shinzaki. Yep. I love that pay per view, dude. I, that's the number one ECW pay per view. I've got it on DVD about six feet from me to the left, right there. Do you really? Yep. Com the uh, original case art and everything? Uh huh. Let me see that. Yeah, let me grab it real quick. Yeah, I've never Oddly seen it. Oddly enough, Mesco, I think, has it too, if I'm not mistaken. I've never seen that. I want to say he has. I could be wrong, but anyway. And you mentioned uh, Hayabusa. Don't you I, fucking show me, you son of a bitch! I actually have that. That, that 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 no, that's actually his thong. Oh, that, oh, that is. <laughs> it's, it smells that's, so good. That's so fucking cool, dude. But it's it. Oh man, it's it's kind of hard to. All right, so here we go, boys. I hold in my hand indie wrestling gold. Hardcore at its finest. There it is. Can you see it with my little green screen? Yes, screen? I can definitely wow. see it. That is the Pioneer Entertainment Heat Wave cool. 98. There is the back with the match list. You see Tommy Dreamer. Uh, shit, there it is. Well, Whoop. it's not liking my little thing there, but. Wait, you almost had it. Shit. He's like, he's like, what if I hook it in there? <laughs> I'm doing it at a distance, but that's it. And everything. And that's I've got cool. a whole collection of these uh, ECW pay-per-views from back in the day. Now, of course, I've got all the WWE stuff, the rise and fall of ECW. But I mean, I've got all the original. Man, I bet you I've got three years worth. I got ECW's uh, best of ECW volumes one and two. Matter of yeah, I've got that. Matter of fact, let's see. Here's just some of the feature matchups. Not all. This was from August second, nineteen ninety-eight. As, as you can see, I had the Hayabusa mask. Not as Hayabusa. But Dude, look, the death matches, I used to have, and I've, I forgot what I've done with them. They're probably in my attic. I've got several FMW VHS tapes, and I had a few on DVD oh. as well. 
So and man, some of the death matches they did over there, Hayabu, even Mick Foley went over there and did a couple yeah. of floating barbed wire. Man, that so, shit was so nuts. check this out. We had uh remember when we had Madman Pondo on our show? Yeah. And we talked to him about his tours in Japan and if he ever got to meet any of the guys from FMW. And he said that one of how what was it, Joey? He there was two people that he wanted to meet over there, and one was Hayabusa. But didn't he say he never went up to him to meet him, or did he meet him? I, I can't remember, I, honestly. I don't remember, but he said that he, he could have got the chance to meet Hayabusa, but he was in a wheelchair at the time. And, he, you know, it's kind of like you don't want to meet your heroes kind of thing because they're just not... Basically like, Sting. Yeah. In a way, yeah. I was kind of like that, but I was like, dude, I have to meet Sting. I, 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 just, I have to. It's, I mean... Dave was one of the first ones that I freaking texted. Like, dude, this is insane. Oh, no, dude. That's I mean, incredible. Sting. Like, holy shit. Meeting one of my heroes. Like, meeting one of the people that got me into wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, remember last week when I told you, dude, like, one person who I'd mark the fuck out to meet is Don Callis. I would yeah. love Especially, to like, nowadays. Dude, he got Sammy Guevara, of all people. Yeah. Which, yeah. Fuck Sammy Don Guevara. Callis. Still and all. So underrated. Definitely, especially like nowadays, he's definitely underrated. He's so knowledgeable, man. And remember in the ECW TNN days, you know, he Cyrus was the Virus, Cyrus the Virus, yeah, man. Yep. When he, he was working with he the was network. Reporting, he was reporting from the network. Yep. Yep. That was such good shit back in the day. It was. It was. It and was dude, how ballsy was it, Paulie? What's up, Kylie? How you doing? He actually went on television and just buried the network. He oh, pulled yeah. the curtain back and told everybody, this is what's going on. Because when he found out, okay, you're just using us for a test run because you're bringing WWE over I'm here. I'm about to oh. order. Oh, BCC shirt? BCC. Yeah, because that's, that, that's all ECW was on TNN, was just a test for Raw. Yep. They wanted to learn how to run a wrestling program, then they were bringing Raw in. Even though, even though that ECW was their only five-star show on that network. Hey, hey, let, let's not insult Roller Jam or Roller Ball or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> roller Jam. <laughs> roller Derby. I just remember watching watching wrestling. It was fantastic, but order me some shirts for pro I just remember that coming on right after wrestling on... BCW, I was like, oh my god. Because then, uh, yeah, no, they hold on. I remember it. Uh, it was it was the Friday Night Thrill Zone. It yeah. was ECW and Roller Jam. Dan, yep. I'm doing the impossible. What are you doing? You know what you're about to order, right? Oh yeah, I don't even know, but show me a picture. Hurry the fuck up. You fucking cock, dude! Don't buy it, please. That is nice. That I is know nice. it is. I know it is. I know it is. I'm the baby buying it. I'm gonna buy, buy, it. The, buy the BCC shirt, not the Hayabusa shirt. No, <laughs> why? Why not? Because because I'm the one that's supposed to have the fucking Hayabusa shirt. Well, goddamn, I like Hayabusa too. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I know you. I have a Hayabusa uh, microballer that's in the living room. Yeah, I know. I'm a Hayabusa Mark II. There's enough Hayabusa to go around, boys. Thank you. See? I mean, damn it. He can have some Hayabusa. You can have a little Hayabusa. There's plenty. I can always get it for you for Christmas. Oh, That would it's be a sweet. Kodak moment. Oh, you know what, Nick? I actually got something for you. I'm going to melt to you. Hold on. I swear to God, if it's your boxers, I don't want it. 
<laughs> yes, Kylie. Okay, so everybody in the chat except Donnie. Donnie knows about this already. Everybody in the chat, I would definitely say this. We're now going to be live on Wednesday nights. Yeah. We're no longer Monday nights. Yeah. Yeah. No longer Mondays. Nice. On, on every Wednesday night. Right after, or like thirty minutes after Dynamite. And if you're not, that's a, right. We're not that campaign. Dynamite, not that Dynamite. AEW. <laughs> and if you're not already in the Facebook group, I always send out notification every time we go live. We're yes. on a Fabe while and out on Wednesdays now. Make sure to tune in each and every Wednesday, nine o'clock central. <laughs> I'm gonna like pay uh, Dynamite to start doing like ads and shit. <laughs> like, hey, can you do this for me? I, when I see this? him, sure, I Man, I get calls all the time. I just did a uh, commercial for a buddy of mine. He's DJ and opening up for DJ Trashy at Good Times Daiquiri Bar. God, that's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah, so I'll put together a little piece for them to help them advertise. I do stuff all the time. So, Nick, this is going to go for your collection. It may not mean much, but it's something. I'm going to send this to you, okay? Look at your oh, Genesis. Okay. Yeah, just, just so you can have it in your collection. Add it, add it to the collection. There right. is no better wrestling games than on the Nintendo 64. And I've got every one of them. I've got, I got, I got the Nintendo big four, Duo. too. I've got Revenge. I've got WrestleMania 2000. No Mercy. Yeah, man. Best wrestling games ever made. Yeah, but you need virtual pro wrestling, too, okay? No, you need to get World of Cafe Presents uh, Here Comes the Pain. Oh, has he? Hey, no, has he no, uh, it's, it, I don't it, think he's seen it. Uh, he hasn't seen our releases. Well, we, no, the best is World of Cafabi. Cafabi? <laughs> yeah, I like some other people would say that shit. Cafabi? It, it, it's a mispronunciation of Cafabe that somebody has. <laughs> World of Cafabi. <laughs> Like, dude, it's Kayfabe, so, bro. Kayfabe. So, it sounds like a growth you get on, like, your butt cheek. Hey, can you go check this Kafabi I've got right here? <laughs> I need to see a doctor about that. So we, so we have two releases. We have a retro release, and we have a more current release. Our retro release is uh, World of Kayfabe Smackdown, Here Comes the Pain. Like it, like it. our Nick Venom right there on the front. <laughs> Venom's got some traps <laughs> on him there, baby. The trapezius on the Hey, man, look, I've been, I've been working out, bro. We got old Joey right there as Ray Mysterio. Joey looks lean as fuck. <laughs> there I am as uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, okay. And then, uh, and then for our new, for our, our for the PS4, we have World of Kayfabe Me Gusta Forever. Me Gusta. All right. <laughs> That's gonna be that. That should be a name for our uh, our chat for Twitch. It needs to be called the Me Gusta Club. The Me Gusta. It would make sense. I might just send Nick these for Christmas. You know what, Dan? I just got it ordered. Done. It's over. <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over, Johnny. Nick, Nick, I am the Nothing only is one. Over. This is the only one ever printed. Wait. Let me let me make matters even worse for, for Dan. I this mean, is the only one in print. <laughs> the only one that exists. Literally. It's not, it's not, it's not just any microphone. It's not just any microbrawler. It is the Chase variant version of Hayabusa. Whoa. Whoa. It's over 9,000! Back <laughs> up, like, people. This is what it's supposed to look like, right? So, I, I, really? I, I doubt whoever... I don't even know... Yeah, yeah, you can go kiss my ass, all right? <laughs> no, but uh, there's, a, um, there's a YouTube channel I found. It's called Brett, B-R-E-T... FMW. 
If you ever want to watch anything FMW like um That's what you said in the chat the other day. Yes, like retrospective videos, like history of videos. Dude, that channel is fucking phenomenal when it comes to FMW stuff. I can well imagine what it's like. Dude, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Just checking my bank account over here. Dude, I started watching this new or I don't even know if it's a new me, but it's a Man. promotion called Re uh Wrestle Revolver. Yeah. Yes. Wrestle Revolver. It's it's been around. Good. That's been around for a good minute. This is actually pretty good. It's got a lot of impact guys in there. I'm guys watching like that and a lot of GCW too. Like Trey Trey Miguel, uh Zachary Wentz, and a bunch of GCW guys. Um Dude, I just watched the barbed wire match between uh Jake Christ and uh Alex Cologne. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty wild. I heard about that. They say oh, it's the match of the year. This is what our current AKA championship oh, looks like. That's dude, that's a sexy ass belt, dude. Good God. I'm waiting on my replica of the uh of the AKA belt. So yeah, we originally unless we had this lure to lead design, but we knew getting out of Louisiana wouldn't have as much effect. You gotta you gotta get your belt guy, you gotta have him make me a, an actual belt. Will do, my friend. I'll get on top of that here shortly for you. You need to you need to get with your guy and be like, Hey, I have a good friend of mine. He's a belt collector. This would be a good idea. Let's make a replica belt. I never had an MMA belt before, so I think that'd be pretty badass to have in the collection. You won't make Brittany happy, but I think it right. looked good on you. I think it, it looked good. Fantastic. But uh, old blue, old blue will always be my go-to belt. It, it just—I mean, just look at his belt. Just, just it's a beautiful belt. It is fantastic. Look how beautiful that looks. You know what I mean? It's heavy as hell too. I'll, have you held this belt? I think you've held it. I want to say you've held this belt. Matter of fact, I'm bringing this belt for APW. I'm we'll gonna bring do it. it. Why not? Bring Along it, with it. my brand new it. truck, if that happens. Don't sing it. Bring it. It's all I can tell you, dude. Yeah, I got so much uh, red hardware here. It's unbelievable. Hey, hey, Nick. I I hired a concrete truck that's gonna be visiting you Saturday. What? Why you got a concrete truck? <laughs> Remember what happened to Vince McMahon's uh, new car? You son of a bitch! Don't do it. <laughs> that's a brand new truck. God damn it! Oh, geez, I still uh, did it the Corvette. Yeah, the Corvette where you started pumping the concrete yeah, into the Corvette. Corvette. It's like a 98 or whatever. It was, yeah. Dude, well, Vince has a private collection. Vince has just yes. about every body style of Corvette ever made, if not every body style. He's got a low-key uh, car collection. Yeah, Vince is just really good. the heat when it comes to the rides. That's for yeah, sure. That, that belt is just... That's that's beautiful. Good God, that's beautiful. That you know it's so underrated good. belt that I really liked and it wasn't around for that long? The Undisputed title? I enjoyed that one, man. I really did. But it the didn't WWE title? Long. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. I wish they would have had more like color to it. If they would have added more color to it, that probably would have been my all-time favorite belt. Hands down. Like, if they would have made the, the globe uh, blue, that would have been pretty sick. Oh, no. You talk about see a grown man cry. Woo! WrestleMania 24 hurt me bad. Hey, you know, you know what's funny? I was reading an article about And you look at that shot, I mean just bye ya. I was reading right chance, I, I was reading an article about McDonald's bringing back McRib. And they had to bring up Ric Flair's retirement and Terry Funk's retirement. It was really weird in the article. That shows you how popular wrestling is that they there's an article about 
McDonald's and to bring enough wrestlers. <laughs> Look, it's so funny, guys. I, I'll be sitting around talking with my business partners and we laugh about it. But I say, you know, no matter what the situation, what's going on, I can equate something in life to a pro wrestling analogy and we can find a solution to it. Always, always. So, you like the business model. I talk about MMA a lot. Dana White. Copied what a kayfabe belt. Yes. What Vince McMahon did in the eighties with W the rise of WWF. Vince McMahon copied uh, Dana White copied that business model a lot. Him and the Fertitas when they were building the UFC brand in the eighties. Yep. You had the territories. You understood. You don't come to my territory. I don't go to yours. Well, Vince came in and said, "Fuck that, man." We've got cable television. I can reach every house in the country on any given night. I'm doing the same thing you are, but I think I'm doing it better, so I'm going to force you to compete. Well, he would buy out these territories, handpick two or three big stars he wanted, get their video library, and then that was it. What did Dana White do when UFC was coming around? They started buying their competition. They bought Pride. Once they got Pride, that brought them Dan Henderson, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Then they bought, uh, what was the show? It was on Showtime, Show Strike Force. They bought Strike Force when they got big. They bought WEC, the all lightweight division. So slowly but surely, he just bought out all his competition, handpicked the big superstars from there, and bam. So I mean, he, a lot of similarities in MMA and pro wrestling. And now it's kind of funny those companies under the same umbrella now. So you're going to be at APW this weekend, buddy? Mr. Venom? Hello? Uh, he's muted right now. Uh, the, the, the bad boy, the bad boy is coming over there. He muted. Oh, hey, did y'all hear this? Triple H has announced that Uncle Howdy will return after Survivor Series with the sole purpose of maintaining Bray Wyatt's legacy. He has also mentioned that they would be doing an exceptional and unique job so the character can stand out like Wyatt did. So Bo Dallas get him a little work. Yep. So you gotta see if I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either, but hey, I'm up to. I'm up I will it. say this. Speaking now that you brought out the Triple H thing, I heard a rumor that uh, Triple H and Stephanie might be uh, divorcing. Really? I don't know if that's true or not. They're apparently right now they're separated. Really? I don't really? know. Uh, and, and this is a rumor. Joey's about to probably look it up. I don't know. Hey, it's just a rumor. I just, I just take it with a, a friend of mine. Asked me like, "Hey, is Triple H just ever getting divorced?" And then it's like, "Well, I don't know. Let me go ask my producer." And this this klutz over here, the, the klutz I have as a producer, I said, "Hey, is Triple H just ever getting divorced?" Like, yeah, they are because I'm messing around with Stephanie. Yeah, it's it's all but, over. It's all over. It's just rumors right now. But, it's a rumor right now, but I don't know. You, you I don't know. I don't, see hey, I don't know because she did all of a sudden take a lot of time off to go back home to be with the family before this merger got going. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And both oh, God has got to be kind. And neither of them, so, neither of them have a big role right now either. So no. meanwhile, uh, we got Dynamite Dave with a picture of Kane and, uh, Bunch of other guys. Look, that's how big some of these gorillas are, man. This is him as oh, the yeah. mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. So these are regular business owners, local politician, mayor, stuff like that. And standing next, I mean, he these guys are gargantuan. Dude's man. like seven foot. Bro, seven foot. He's about Kevin Nash. I think he's right at six eleven. Yeah, he's pretty much almost seven foot. Yeah. But like I say, when you see him around normal people, it's like, oh my. Dude, the first time I saw Hogan, I knew he was huge. But I mean, my God! And first time I saw him in person, 
I think it was 97, 96, 97. He had just started bringing in the Hollywood persona a little bit. And I mean, he came out at the Superdome and I was like, oh my God, he just, he was so much bigger than, yeah. larger than life. And I mean, back in the day, the dude's six foot seven, 305 pounds. Man, People forget that. Back then. Yeah, I mean, Hogan yeah, was six, seven. Large. Hogan was six, seven. Larger than life. I mean, that's what, when I met Sting last year, you know, Sting was, Sting is like what, six, four, six, five. And I mean, yeah, dude, Sting, it was huge. Sting's right. I mean, still for his age. Mark. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, Green the Man biggest Black I've ever seen it. Sting is when they first broke in as the Blade Runners, him and Hellwig, the Ultimate Warrior. Kyle, can, you, can you still see us? Yeah. Huge no, yeah, I, 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 I caught that real quick. I was trying to... Ky, Kylie said that we needed... Uh, I found... She brought up about having a belt, and I found the belt and I accidentally made the screen go black for a second. Oh, okay. Oh, look at you, man. Made see, the screen go black. He's the man. man. He's the man. He's a we'll cut you a little slack just because when he wants to be. But uh, when he wants to. Be. But Kylie met, brought up uh, that we need our own belt, and I had made that fake belt uh, a while ago. I remember you did. You had a design for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, it, I'll put it on our screen too, but it's on their screen right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's basically a very unique design too. But I feel like Dan would be the one that would hold it though. <laughs> but it's one of those. What, You'll see a Facebook ads for those, uh, like, make your own belts, and it's one of those. Oh, yeah, it's one of those, like, hey, you, the gamer of your life, or whatever. Yeah. I say, I don't know if you... Uh, All right, so here we go, on. guys. We're going way back on this one. <laughs> oh, you're about to find some pictures. This there is the movie see right here. It's a oh, uh, hold on, dynamite. Do you all recognize him? God, oh, Rick, I'm Mack. trying to get him on the show right now. That is Rodney Mack. Rodney Mack! That's so how long fun, I've known him and Jazz. So, fun fact. Uh, uh, Rodney Mack and my girlfriend's father, his, Rodney Mack's father and Fritz's father, actually, uh, they know each other personally. Really? Uh, they used to do, I believe, chicken fight, like cockfighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shut up, Joey. Oh. Oh, yeah, I see. Who's that's, that that's, right there? Is that the former WWF Women's Champion? Yes, I think it is. That's Jazz. That is Jazz. Jazz. And who's that? It looks like uh, I forget her name. She was an indie star, but she'd never done anything real. No, big. I'm talking about behind Jazz. It looks like uh, Rodney Mack right there. And that is Rodney Mack right there. And then you got a uh, Mardi Gras right there with him. This was at a show we did in Slidell, Louisiana. Oh God, that's back in the day. Uh, a long time ago. I said it was old school wrestling. OWE. Was Jesus. the company we were with. And look, I'll give you all another one of those size comparisons. Now, we all know our boy Mustang Mike, right? Uh-huh. Look he at the size of him. You can't even see Kevin Nash. He's so freaking tall. I mean, you look at the size of Kevin. Kevin's got to be 50, 52 in this picture. I mean, yeah. son of a bitch is a redwood, a damn sequoia tree. How long ago was that picture? This is when he brought him in for Cajun Heat 3 or something. So, I mean, we're only oh, talking shit. about four years ago, maybe. Hey, do you listen to the podcast? Click this. I check it out from time to time. I don't get a whole lot of time to Kevin. I mean, I loved him as, as a wrestler, like this character, but he can kind of be a smart dick when you talk to him yeah, in person sometimes. Yeah. It's times like this. I'm glad he didn't make it to Comic Con. 
Oh, dude, you talk about the coolest cat back in history. And if you weren't a hardcore wrestling fan, you didn't grab it when L.A. Knight got him the other night with the verb. Not oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, I laughed my was, ass off. I caught it immediately. I'm so glad you brought Holy that up because I'm that actually was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That, are you talking about where he's like the adjective play? No, that's actually a verb. But it's actually a verb. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's L.A. Knight buried idiot. his ass with that. So I think, I, speaking of that, the, the day after um, they, filmed, they, back, filmed, they filmed Kevin Nash's uh, podcast and Sean Oliver, the host, asked him about that and asked him, basically, did you take any offense off of that promo? Nope, not at all. Nope, it's part of it, man. He, he's, you know, he knows how to do business. Shots fired. Sometimes you get hit. Oh, here, y'all don't remember this guy, right? TNA, my old boy Don West. He was a wild man, dude. When I did a TNA show with them, dude, yeah, John was an animal, man. Dude, when I went to the one and only TNA show that I went to, he was like running around selling the brown bag specials, dude. You yep. would have thought that he snorted a super soaker full of cocaine. That was what I thought as well. I mean, yeah, dude, we had a blast because I got to uh, do some ring announcing for TNA in New Orleans, and yeah, man, that was he was wide open all freaking night, dude. Oh yeah, all night. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Oh, man. Sorry, I had to let that one out. I couldn't couldn't hold it much longer. Oh, yeah. Is that Don West? Uh-huh. Okay, so I don't know if you heard the news, but for Bountiful Glory for this year, they're having the, uh, the, the Impact Hall of Fame or TNA Hall of Fame. Okay. And Don West and Mike Tanae are part of it, which I believe is absolutely well-deserving. They well oh, right, man. I mean, look, when it was him and Mike today, were they they were the commentary team? I mean, dude, it was they, they were good. They got the company rolling. They got it going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Who, hey, did did they announce who else is going to the Hall of Fame other than them and Tracy Brooks? No, nobody else, dude. You know who's um, you know whose Hall of Fame speech I want to go back and listen to? Abyss. I never, oh. I never heard his uh, speech yet. Yeah, yeah, he was inducted a couple of years ago before he went. What to happened WWE. to Joey? I think he had to go to the bathroom. Oh, we gotta wrap it up. Sound like a personal problem. Oh, Joey, do you need help shaking it? Yeah, yeah yes. It, Can you come in here and help me? Nick said he would help. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, didn't say that. But anyway, um, but it. before I wrap this up. I wish we didn't have to wrap this up, but I know Dan's got to go to work in the morning. He's got to be up at 4.30 in the freaking morning. Ooh, got that jobby job, baby. This, this, jobby job, man. I have a shoot job as well, too. But oh, Speaking of shoots, throwing up for the Bang Bang Gang. Oh, yeah, throwing for the Bang Bang Gang. Throw throw the bang bang did you bring condoms? Not that, not that Bang Bang, you dummy. Not that Bang Bang. Yeah, oh, that's Lord. the Gang Bang Gang. <laughs> The hell's wrong with you? That boy said, I, did, I, "I literally all I heard was, hey, did you bring condoms?'" Speaking of condoms, do you know what a woman and a condom have in common? Oh Jesus Christ! What? They spend more time in your wallet than they do in your crotch. Yes. <laughs> That's such good shit. That's good stuff. I'll be here till Friday. Try the fucking ribs. Huh? Yeah, I was gonna say, who, who knew you would get a wrestling podcast and a slapstick comedy show all in the same, exactly. all in the same night? This is, I mean, we don't have to talk about wrestling. We can always talk about comedy on that bullshit. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, uh, 
But yeah, I, I wish this podcast did not have to end. I mean, I can fucking talk to... I can literally hear Dynamite read a phone book all night. It'll be satisfying. Nick, I'm going to have to get you to come to an AKA show. That way you, yes. can, you can see Dynamite in full form, man, inside the cage, walking like a talking, singing like a bring it, moving and grooving, shaking and baking. Damn banging right, and banging. Cutting loose. That's right. Yeah, banging I, I have and banging. To, I, I got to get the... No, you know what? Better yet, I'll get the VIP experience. I get the VIP experience. I'll bring you in cage side, brother, and let you see what it's all about. Got Fucking about two, A. A little over 2,000 screaming fans loaded up with live MMA fights. It's a good time, man. I might have to check it out because uh, I've been wanting to go check out your shows. Hey, you, you know what I'm doing, Nick? This summer, I'm coming to fucking Louisiana. Oh, shit. Yep, Danny Kayfabe's invading Louisiana. Hide my belts. I got to go hide my belts because Dan's, Dan's coming over here. Danny Kayfabe, of 2024. come on oh, down. Shit. You're the next contestant on Who Wants to Be a Coonass? Yes. Oh, bruh. He made an offensive comment last year about Louisiana. <laughs> about the, what was it about? It was something about Bayou or something, Bayou Water or some shit. Oh, the thing I'm going to say about dropping out on the date. The day was uh, somewhere like on the bayou side or something. I don't I forget what what, what I said. Yeah. Oh, it was so stupid. I don't even remember. Something about a swamp. I don't know. Swamp. All that shit. The that loneliest place in Louisiana is by yourself. Yeah, by yourself. All right. Five of them saints, man. Now they got the picture up. We're about to wrap this up, but yeah, we're about to wrap it up. We're since you got that picture of the Saints, we're dude, done. I hope I mean, you do good. That, that's how you close it out right there. Just lay a big turd on the screen and we roll oh, the God. damn Saints. Well, I'll tell you this. At least we didn't lose to the Cardinals, unlike them funky ass cowboys. Whoa, how about them cowboys? Astros boys. three. Yeah, I was gonna give you an update, Dan. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the ending? Seventh. Seventh inning, Houston Astros lead by a score of 6-3 to three to the Seattle Mariners. It's going to be a wild ride all the way to the finish line. No, no, We're in the seventh go. inning stretch now. All right, let's go. It's time to close it. I'm going to shut up. Diarrhea them out. Big Chief, run them at the oh, mouth. No, 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 no. So this is the part of the show where we give our guests the floor of where we can find you at, where your social media, all that good shit. If you got any merch, just throw it all in there. So, so here's where you can find Old Dynamite, the maniacal maestro of the microphone. On Instagram, just look me up. My real name, believe it or not, I do have a real name. It's David Hardy Jr. You can look up World Class MC Dynamite David Hardy Jr. Anything of the above, it'll pop up on there. You can find me on the TikTok, on the Instagram, the Facebook, and X. Got a little something going on over there as well. So check it out coming up Friday, October the 27th. You can see Old Dynamite live, large, and in charge in the MMA cage for AKA. American Combat Alliance in Shreveport, Louisiana at Samstown Hotel and Casino. But coming up this Saturday night at the Copac Gym in Plaquemine, Louisiana, it's all going to go up in smoke for APW action-packed wrestling. Make sure and join us for that. And as always, for all you Dynamaniacs out there, my name is Dynamite saying thank you all so much for tuning in to the world of kayfabe. God bless you and good night. And with that, Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of our podcast. I want to thank the great man himself, the GOAT. GOAT of wrestling announcers. I hate to say it, he's the GOAT. He's one of the best. One of the best. How you doing? Mr. Dynamite Dave for showing up on the show. Always welcome to come back, my brother. Man, thank you for having me. VIP tickets. You better hook me up with them damn tickets. 
Oh, I swear to God, next time I see you, I will give you a damn stunner. Yeah. And with that I'll be announcing said, dates for the Paragon next year. That's pretty close to home for you. That'd be the perfect one for you to come to. Oh shit! We, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta link up. We gotta think of something good. With that being said, if you like this stuff, if you want to consider following, hit up our YouTube page. Follow us on there. Smash that notification bell so you don't miss any of our content whenever we upload a video. Now, also follow us on Twitch, where we're live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Central uh, Central Time. Sorry, I'm messing up the outro. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't do as good as, as Dynamite. But anyway, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us all. We're all over the place. If you want to hear the audio version, which, I mean, hey, if you want to, that's on you. But just check out the video. The video is much better. We have all over Spotify, we're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, not Pandora, but we're on various other ones as well, too. But anyway, with that being said, this is the famous one, Nick Vim, along with my two good friends, Staggerly Crocker and Mr. Danny K. Fame, and the one, the only, the mother effing man, Dynamite Dave. And ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Crocker, head the track. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that. Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? That's all. Oh, me gusta.